0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Jada Life Podcast on Radio, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and so so many others. My name is Jada Delgado Sanchez. I am the host of your podcast for tonight. It is 10.42 p.m. Mount Santa on Saturday night. All right, this is um, a topic I've been wanting to talk about for a while um, because a lot of y'all have been asking for updates on my mental health my my sobriety journey so i'm gonna talk about that for y'all give y'all a little bit insight. so a lot of people don't know that back in 2016 2017 i was heavily involved with fentanyl heroin cocaine ecstasy and a few other drugs that i can't remember and at first started off as a every once a week thing then it evolved to every two days, every five days and every three days and every two days finally got to a point where it was me doing it every day with take, you know, taking it every day with my other medications, um, drinking real bad. And for me, it was a way to relieve stress. It was a way to relieve emotions. It was also a way for me to escape reality for a while. And understand that I am no better than anybody else. But it was also a way for me to cherish my, it was also a way for me to deny my past and all the stuff I've been through in my past. And I, like I said, I was on drugs for a long time. I ruined a lot of my friendships because of my drugs. Uh, Same thing with family. And for me, I didn't know no better. Like I, yeah, at the time I was 21, 22, don't remember I overdosed on fentanyl a total of five times. Three almost become fatal, um. But some reason, somehow, I'm still here. By the grace of God, amen to that. Um, but no, I you know for me, it was more or less of a way to cope, and a way to escape reality. You know, my dad, God rest his soul. He wanted me to go to rehab so many times. He wanted me to join classes so many times. And for me, I wasn't at that point in my life to where I was ready to start doing that. I wasn't at that point to where I was ready to start, you know, changing my life around for the better. I was, you know, about, okay, well, I can do this, this, that, and continue doing what I'm doing, you know, and I fucked around and made a mistake, and I understand that, you know, and over the years as, you know, my dad died 2021, my daughter died 2021, my brother died 2021, so everything crashing down on me I remember this particular day, and I remember it, it would be stuck in my head for life December 14th 2020 remember that date, people that day stuck in my head I had overdose on fentanyl Tylenol Ecstasy, heroin, methamphetamine, and a couple of other drugs, um, and I was filled with alcohol in my system too. My little brother Jaden was the one that found me. Imagine that—a little twelve-year-old walking in, seeing his seeing his sister turn on the floor, not breathing. Didn't know what to do. He called nine one one. aggressive God, I was revived by Narcan, Ten things an Narcan. and you know, I stayed in the hospital for a good. Two, three weeks getting IV, getting knack for the town, all overdose, making sure I was not going cold again. And then I went to a behavioral health location. You know, even then they was like, Well, you need to start Suboxone. You need to... So I lied to them, said, Okay, let's do it and let's see how far it gets us. And, you know, I stopped the Suboxone within a couple of weeks, a couple of days, actually. It wasn't a couple of weeks, it was a couple of days. And I wasn't taking my mental health medication either. Like, legit, I wasn't. And for me, I didn't care because it wasn't a big deal. It was like, okay, I'm happy. I'm doing it. I went, I, you know, still was married to my wife, still was, you know, seeing, doing things with my kids. Me and my wife at the time was separated, actually, which hit me more because she was like, you need to get your act together or I'm taking the kids away. I told her, well, you know what? I said it just like I said, you know what, bitch, take the kids. I don't care. You do what the fuck you want to do. You know, at that present moment, I didn't know what was going to transpire next. I got into a huge altercation with her cousin, who is now my business partner. I got, I, I broke his arm, broke his leg, almost broke his neck. Um, I didn't go to jail for it because he basically told the cops that, you know, it was his fault. He shouldn't approach me the way he did, which he did approach me in a negative, negative reaction way. And, you know, for me, I got nine kids altogether. And I, you know, I look at my kids now and I'm like... I should have got off drugs a long time ago to help y'all. It was my fault. You know, I went into this, you know, okay, I need to find something to keep, my, keep me occupied to keep me away from drugs. That's when I developed the Erling Smith Abuse Center, which is named after my grandmother. I wanted to be able to give back to the addiction community, be able to, you know, let them know, hey, you have a person here that can help you. You have family here that can understand you. You know, I was in that same boat, minds being homeless. But, you know, for me, it was more or less of, okay... Let's do this now. Let's try to focus on I tried for a year to get clean. It didn't work. I tried every method. I tried therapy. I tried CBD. I tried, not CBD, CBT. I tried DBT. I tried individual therapy. I tried medication, suboxone, methadone. I tried it. None of it actually physically worked for me. And as time went on, you know, I was constantly going to you, you need to get back on suboxone. I didn't want it. I got forced on suboxone one time by, by a doctor. And even then, I wasn't taking 100%. And that's just the God honest truth. I really wasn't taking 100%. And, you know, for me, you know, over the years, my mental health has always been negative, bad, always blaming everybody else. Finally, this year, I, I had one fatal, over. Um, well, not fatal, near fatal overdose on fentanyl. It wasn't really my fault, but I'm on up to it because I took it anyway. Didn't know it was mixed with fentanyl. It was weed. Um... But, you know, April 24, 2023, I overdosed again, almost became fatal. At that point, you know, my team who I work with for the mental health field was like, we need to find something out of that that's going to help you. We need to find, you know, help us help you. You know, I really hit rock bottom at that point. I cried for like four or five days straight, you know, while being in that mental hospital. I cried, didn't want to be bothered, didn't want to eat. I was withdrawn so bad, I didn't care anymore. I was like, just let me go. Let me die. You know, didn't care. I got out. You know, my doctor was like, okay, let's get you on Suboxone. Let's try it. If it doesn't work, we got other options. All right, I did Suboxone for like a week. I didn't take it. Tried it again. Didn't take it. Try it again. Didn't take it. Try it again. So I was basically lying to my psychiatrist saying I took this stuff, knowing I did not never take it. And my drug test proved I wasn't taking it. Um, but yeah, you know, I finally realized, came to termination in June of this year that for my kids' sake and for my own sake, I need to be there. You know, I want to watch my kids get old. I want to be able to, say, walk my daughters down the aisle. I want to be able to, you know, see a lot. I want to be able to go places with my kids. And, you know, for me, it's about about self-growth. Self-worth, you know, self-esteem. I had low self-esteem because I didn't have nobody who I, you know, all the people that was working with me, I thought they was just out to get me every time. Then I got used to them. I got to know them, you know. They was like, okay, let's try point. Let's try A to B of A, to B. Let's try C to D. Let's keep X'ing out the alphabet until we find what works for you. And I'm not a rule player. I'm not a book player. I'm not none of that, you know. I have been clean since, actually, since April. I have been clean. I haven't touched no fentanyl, no other illicit drugs other than marijuana, which is not an illicit drug. It is recreational in Arizona, so I use it for my anxiety. Um, I don't have a medical marijuana card, which I will be getting soon. But, you know, it's about being able to love yourself, love the people around you. Be able to understand, you know, what is going on with your body. Be able to know the warning signs of your body. You know, I just went to my mental health doctor last week. She knew I had Suboxone in my system because it showed up in my drug test. And you know, basically, you know, you know, I did all my recent blood work. Everything came back positive except one little minor thing that I have to work on. Um, my blood sugar is five point five. I'm no longer diabetic. My blood is coming back perfectly fine. You know, all my testing is coming back normal again. You know, I learned that the more you keep doing drugs and alcohol, the worse your body is going to respond to it. You know, and I learned that the incredible hard way. And that's just something I don't, you know, think about anymore. I don't care about anymore. I don't look back at it and be like, oh, I shouldn't have did that. No, I actually look. I'm actually, you know, have a new have a new reality check to my life, to where everything I do or say is like, a hundred percent go, a hundred percent there. You know, where we can, you know, show each other the love, show each other the care, show each other the world. You know, and and just be like that. You know, for you know, remainder of the day. And just hold on. Okay. Sorry that, guys, and just understand that love is love, care is care, and that nothing in this world is gonna change. For nobody, You know, you have to do stuff for yourself. You have to honor yourself. You have to love yourself. But most importantly, you have to be there for yourself and just understand that life is what it's going to be. You know, if you choose to get off drugs, that's good. If you don't, that's also okay. You know, you have options. Just don't keep doing the same mistakes over and over and over again because it's going to eventually... Um, harm you in the long run, you know, and that for me, you know, I learned that, and now I'm teaching people how to do, how to get the help. I'm teaching people how to, you know, take their medication. I'm teaching people a lot of stuff. I'm even teaching kids how to recognize signs of addiction, you know. That's something that I do. Now, as far as my mental health wise, I'm on I'm only on two medications now, instead of four. I'm on Suboxone and, hydro, and high, 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 um, Hydroxyzine for my, for my, just Hydroxyzine is for make me sleep. Um, but other than that, I don't have a problem. You know, I'm doing everything I'm told to do. I'm living life and I'm enjoying it. You know, so please understand that get help, that if you need help in Pima County, or in Arizona, please visit, please visit the Pima County Health website, which is www.pimahelpline.org backslash instigma. Um, there you will find a whole bunch of resources and stuff to help you, stories from Benjamin's story to a couple of other people who I'm very familiar with, stories. Um, but, yeah, until next time, this is J-Life Podcast, and this is your host, Jada, signing off.